Amen. It's good to be in the Lord's house this morning. Amen. I've got more scripture that I've thought about than I've got markers in my Bible. So I'm just going to quote the verse that's on my heart. Nehemiah 8.10 The joy of the Lord is your strength. Be seated. I'm glad that uh, God has allowed me to be here this morning. To be in His presence. To feel His touch. I want to say there's nothing like that this morning that I've ever come across in this life. I don't know if I can preach or not. But I needed this. Whether you know or not, you needed it. (laughs) I needed to hear more about Jesus. I've been trying to follow the Lord at the church in the last, especially since all these changes took place. I've really been trying to seek the Lord and just get, I mean, we should always do that, but I've put more effort, I'll be honest, than ever and just trying to get what He wanted. Just trying to preach exactly what He wanted and just sit down and let Him be God. And uh, it works better that way, I know. But uh, I was, uh, been preaching at my church, you know, and then preaching more about who Jesus is, you know. And then come down here and God moving on these men's hearts to preach about the Lord. And uh, my people's been getting help, and I praise the Lord for it. Uh, Brother Ronnie called us, and it wasn't long after he talked, I felt just drawn to this thought about the joy of the Lord. I thought, I knew it was God. I could feel that touch in my heart and that pull, and I just pretty well was sure that when I came here, that would be what I would speak about and preach about. I don't feel that burning in my heart as great now as I did that day. I was so thrilled looking forward to get here, and then you... Hear this good preaching and you think, what else could be said? What more could I say? Uh, And you can only absorb so much and it just kind of gets to running out of you. Amen? And that's all right, ain't it? That's what we need, get soaked in the Lord. lady asked an old preacher one time, I was there in North Georgia, she asked this old preacher, said... uh, I don't know what's wrong with me. He said, was I having a good meeting the day? And said, it's like God moved through. And she said, I just jumped up and shouted and rejoiced for just a minute. And then I sat back down. It was like it all was gone. And for a minute, I was that real? He said, well, I'm sure it was. She said, well, why did it not last long? He said, well, that's like one of them little passion showers, you know, when things have been withered by the sun and a little cloud comes over and relief comes and a little sprinkler too. And you perk up a little and it comes out. And he said, but you just hang on. He said, they'll come one of them kind that gets soaked in a soak way and get around the roots and it'll last longer. I know, that, I know the reality of that. And uh, I'm glad for the joy of the Lord. I'm glad for lasting joy. I'm glad for the times that I have experienced many times the joy of the Lord. There's been times when I wanted to experience the joy of the Lord and and couldn't seem to get it. When I think of that, I think of David, don't you? In Psalms 51, we know the sin that he got into, the snare he fell into, the lust that drew him away, and we know that what it brought forth in his life, the pain, the sorrow, that sin that is pleasurable for a season. But when the season runs out, boy, it leaves you in a bad way. Great lesson to be learned there, but David prayed as he repented in his repentance and he asked God to restore the joy. I believe that maybe there's someone here today that just the joy ain't right. 
I'm glad it can come back. I'm glad God can restore that joy of salvation. And I was thinking about joy. I thought about it and I was, I was dwelling on the joy of the Lord. I thought, well, before the earth was, there was God. Before anything that we are aware of or know of or have record of, there was God. And I believe joy comes from God, don't you? Uh, I believe God created everything. I believe He created joy. If you want to express joy as a feeling or an emotion that you have, it comes from God. And uh, I know we have a lot of people in this world who try to deny the very existence of God. I thought about it a while ago. They're over there in CERN, Switzerland, trying to bang those atoms together to create the Big Bang Theory. And, uh, you know, they, they, but we, we know better. We know different. And there's so many things that they could not explain. They try to explain it away, but you can't explain away God. I'll say this, I, I have done some research and outside of even faith, it makes sense to me that there is a God. Uh, all that so far out stuff, I'm like the man who said he spoke with an atheist. It takes a lot of faith to believe that all of this come from nothing. But behind the scenes we know that there's intelligent design, there is a God. And in uh, your Bible, in the 38th chapter, I believe it is of Job, God spoke to Job out of the whirlwind. And God's talking to Job and He says, Where were you when I did this? Were you there when I did that? He said, Were you there when the morning stars sang? And the sons of God shouted for joy. So before there was ever joy on earth, there was joy in heaven. What I'm feeling this morning come from another world. You're not going to go out here and find it. A lot of people, you know, what have you got to offer at the church for my children, programs and things of that nature? Oh, I believe we ought to have certain outreaches, but they all need to hinge back to the gospel. If it don't, they're no good. Because all other grounds sink in sand. Amen. But thinking about joy, uh, Brother Mitchell said this back years back, I heard him. He said, fun, everybody wants to have fun. He said, but fun is not a Bible word. So he said, I don't use it. He said, I'd rather use joy. He said, because you can do certain things. You can go to the event. You can go to the attraction. You can have fun. But whenever that's over, the fun's over. I love to hunt. Back home, the old times would say, when you pull that trigger and that deer's in the bottom of that holler, the fun's over. You got to drag him out skinny and you can relate to that. But uh, you can go to church. You can have joy. And when the dismissal prayer said, you can still have joy. I like that kind of, I like that experience. The joy of the Lord is your strength. You'll wither and get weak and weary if you do not experience and live and experience the joy of the Lord. I'm, I know that my joy has fluctuated up and down a lot in, 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 time, in, in my life and in, in recent days and in the last year. And I've had to kind of uh, evaluate where am I really getting my joy from? Where is it coming from? What am I trying to, to live off of? And I believe we all need to check in every now and then. Where does our strength come from? Where are we really plugging into? I was reading about joy just all through the Word of God and where Jesus would tell His disciples, I want you to love one another that your joy might be full. He said, I don't want you to run around on E all the time. He said, I want you to have a full tank 
of Joab. He said, I want you to experience that thrill. I thought about John the Baptist when Mary met with her. The babe leaped in the womb and the Bible says he leaped for joy. Word of God tells us that John the Baptist was filled with the Holy Ghost from his mother's womb. And the Lord said, yes, that's right, Brother Yokely. It's impossible to be filled and not thrilled. I say that's right. It's absolutely impossible to be filled with God and not to be thrilled. If you've been born again, you are happy about it. Amen. You have joy when, when you are reminded. I don't want to have to have somebody to come up and remind me of what God has done for me, but I do need to hear it again and again. I do need to be reminded. I want to live in that reality, but we live in a world that desires and have an enemy that desires to steal our joy, to take it away. I thought about the disciples as they walked with the Lord. He's nearing his departure. He's going to go to Calvary. He's going to leave them. And he tells them like your, your joy is going to be affected by this. And he said, uh, but uh, you, you're going to be like the woman who has a, has, is bearing a child. And you're going to have sorrow for a little while. It's going to be rough on you for a little while. But once that child is born, she forgets all her sorrow for the joy of the child. He used that analogy to say, uh, this is going to happen. You're going to have experiences uh, that, that will take your joy away. But you just ride it out and stay with me and it will come again. The phrase is, weeping may endure for the night, but joy cometh in the morning. Oh, just lay with it, child. You may not be experiencing much joy, but just stay with God because He is a God of joy. Your smile will come back. Your happiness will come back. Your song will come back. You say, I can't shout with everybody this morning, preacher. There's been many times that I couldn't shout with everybody either. That doesn't mean you're not saved. I'm not going to diagnose your problem. I'm not, I don't feel any uh, pull to get into any of that. But I can tell you that there is a joy to be had. There is a joy to be experienced that is absolutely, the Word of God says, unspeakable and full of glory. I believe we want to live in the high, and that's not reality. I mean, a lot of joy, it comes through hard times as the believer. James said, a, a hard for me to swallow, but he says, count it all joy. When you fall into divers' tempt, how do we do that? How do we, it's because we can see, like Peter said, I believe it is, we can look at Job. We can see the end of the Lord. That's how we know that God is going to take the bad and work it for the good. And we can smile. We don't have to put on a smile. We can smile in the reality of knowing whatever circumstance that we're in, that God's going to bring us through. And joy will be again. And then there's the day. I was reading in Isaiah where he speaks of the day when there'll be everlasting joy. Jesus said there'll be a joy come to you, to his disciples, that no man can take away. I'm glad for the joy of the Lord. It is your strength. They'd built that wall. They'd been through so many trials. And now the man of God was speaking to them. And he says, don't sorrow. Don't do that today. Don't, don't sorrow, but enjoy what God has done for you. I would say to you today, forget about the bank account for a little while. It's all right. I say God's got it. Amen. And rejoice in the Lord. 
Amen. Let God fill your cup up with the joy from heaven. There ain't nothing like it. I felt joy when Brother Reed prayed last night. I felt joy when they was preaching about Calvary. I, I felt joy when Brother Ken was testifying and Brother Logan preached this morning and Brother Randy got up. I felt joy when they were singing and it took me back to I was a little boy. I've got that joy, joy, joy down in my heart. Down in my heart to stay. Jesus said, I want you to have this joy. And I want it to remain. I don't want you to live in defeat. But I want you to experience the victory that I've got for you. I'm glad for the joy of the Lord. There ain't nothing like it. Now, I believe in living right. But you can get so... uh, and you can get into preferences rather than convictions, and I've seen that happen to people. And of course, if you want to look into Romans 14, you'll see a lot of things. Uh, someone said there's a lot of people from different areas here. I know people that are pretty, I mean pretty strong, that a preacher should wear a white shirt, and just a lot of different things. Now, I don't mean to inter, uh, hinder you or to call that little things, but everything's not as important as other things. Amen? I sure he want to kill nothing, but in Romans 14, he, they was like, some feels like he can do this, some feels like he can't. This one can eat herbs, that one can't. And, and he gets on down and he lets us know right quick that the kingdom of God is not meat and drink. And that's not demise and living, right? You know where I'm at, I'm in the Bible. But it's not meat and drink, but it's righteousness, it's peace, and join the Holy Ghost. And, and listen, I believe we ought to try to be the best we can be for God. But if you're basing your joy on your performance, you're going to mess up. Because the devil will wear you out. And you'll never get victory because you'll never be good enough. Oh yeah, you'll never be good enough. The dress will never be long enough. The hair will never be right. You'll worry about this and you'll worry about that and it'll, it'll rob you of your joy. But if you'll plug in the Calvary and say, I'll do all I can with His help, and thank God in my weaknesses, His strength made perfect, you can have joy. You can hold your head up and say, thank God I ain't what I used to be. I may not be what I ought to be, but thank God He ain't done with me. Wait till you see me then. Oh yes, when the saints go marching in, I not want to be, I will be in that number. My righteousness is filthy rags compared to Him, but He's washed me whiter than snow. Yes, sir, and He's going to iron all the wrinkles out of me and you. And friend, when He shows us that we'll be admired, uh, in, uh, we'll be admired of all of them in Him. We've believed in Him. That's what Thessalonians says. They're going to see the bride, ain't they? Oh, and she's going to be beautiful. Because He made her. He cleaned her up and He's going to present her to the Father. I'm glad for the joy of the Lord, ain't you? Ain't it a wonderful thing? Some of you's had joy that you couldn't explain. Why, am, why have I got this now? I'm glad that God can do that. I'm glad that God can do it. You say, life's been tough. And I'm sowing in tears. But you can reap in joy. Amen. Amen. Just keep a sowing them tears. If you say, I believe I need to go lay on the altar and shed a bucket. Well, do it. They'll come up in joy. Only God can do that. Ain't that what it says? Sowing tears, reaping joy. Thank God for the joy of the Lord. It's very important that you have joy. 
It's your strength. It's your strength. It'll get you up in the morning. It'll get you down to the house of God. It'll make you go when you don't feel like going. The joy of the Lord will. It'll make your testimony effective on others. How can you be happy when everything is like it is? Because I've got joy. And my joy is not based upon everything that's around me. My joy is based upon what's already been done. It is finished, he cried. That means it's done. And that work it was done, he finished, has begun in me. And he'll perform it till the day of Jesus Christ. He ain't going to lose me as the brothers preach somewhere along the way. You'll not find me in the ditch. No, sir. I'm in Christ. And I'm going on home. Thank God for salvation. I'm glad there is the joy of salvation. There is the joy of service. Oh, that's a joy to serve the Lord. I told somebody last night, I mean, I believe in working. But I was surrounded so and raised so by such working people. And I believe in working. But almost to a point, you know, it's hard. It's, I'm just going to express, I was so raised in it that it would be hard for some of them people where I was raised to be in here when it's so pretty outside. See what I mean? They think you're supposed to be working. But the Lord says, it's alright not to be working on a Tuesday morning when it's so pretty. Just come on inside and rest in me. Amen. I believe in working. But every now and then I need to rest. I need to rest in Him. And, and, and trust Him. And get some joy. Amen. It's good to be saved. I told you I didn't know if I could preach or not. But I'm glad for the joy that I experience inside. Ain't nothing like it. I come, my grandmother died young, very uh, bad circumstances, but on my dad's side. But they would tell me how she would shout, you know. At Acresville Missionary Baptist Church, they said, your, your grandmother would shout, get in the altar and pray. I never just did see that. My papa died when I was real young. He got ran over by a tractor. But uh, he was a shouter. And uh, that passed on down to me. And uh, I used to say I'd never do it. My mama scolded me real bad. There was a fella, he was a jumping pew high when I was a little boy. They was all gathered around the altar singing in a little country church where I was saved. And man, he'd come down through there skipping and jumping higher in the pews. That don't mean he was in the spirit, but I believe he was. He was expressing himself. He had joy in his heart. He was glad he was saved. And me and my buddy, we giggled at him. Mama said, that's not something, that's not funny, son. He's happy in the Lord. And people used to go to church and get happy. I mean, they'd get happy. Are you happy you're saved? Are you happy you're saved? Do you laugh and cry all at the same time? I do sometimes. Just laugh and cry all at the same time. You ever get so overwhelmed that you can't speak? You don't know what to say? You'd be afraid to say anything because you might mess it up. You could never tell how good it is. Words can't describe it. You say, I've never been there. Well, you need to get there. You can't get there on your own. Let God take you there. Let Him take you there, down that road. Amen. It's good to be saved. It's good to know the Lord. I've been a little dry lately. I've been asking God. I, I was taught as a boy not to question God. Really, I was taught that so much that I just wouldn't, wouldn't ever say why God. But I have done that a few times and uh, lately. And I'd say, why, why? Tell me why I'm going through this, God. Uh, I don't know why, but I've not had the joy that I wanted. I've said, Lord, I should have more joy. 
because my children are healthy. I have a good wife. I've got, you know, but that still, it didn't create it. But just Him, just to be reminded of Him, has somehow struck the spark inside of me. It's helping me with my joy. Now, I, I said this to myself. Lord, you know what you're doing. Brother Ronnie's having a meeting, and people ain't, we ain't been able to have the meetings like we, we once had and uh, for a while. And he, I believe it said on the flyer, we, we need the meeting. I forget how you worded that, and we do. But I thought, Lord, just listening to you, what greater thing could you have laid upon my heart or just let me know if it comes my time to preach about the joy of the Lord. I see so many people who doesn't appear to have the joy of the Lord. I've seen plenty of fake people, and I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about somebody who has the joy of the Lord in their life, a family that has joy, a preacher that has joy. You, some of you men preach a lot, and I don't preach near as much as many of you, but I have did it, and you get, if you ain't careful, you get weary in the body, and you'll get mechanical. And you're preaching the truth, and you know it, and you're preaching with everything you've got, because you're going for God, and you'd rather, you know, wear out, rust out. But the joy, the joy kind of fade out of it. And, uh, and so I don't push it no more. And I'm still young and got a lot to learn. But if it ain't flowing, I just kind of back up and say, Lord, what are you doing here? But I'm glad to be in the house of God. And I'm glad for the joy of the Lord. For it's my strength. I don't know what I would do if I could look beyond all of this. The Bible says if in this life only we had a hope in Christ, we'd be of all men most miserable. But I'm not miserable this morning. I'm happy in my heart. Got the joy of the Lord in my heart. It's good to be saved. There may be something else needs to be done. I don't know what Brother Ronnie's going to do. Preacher, you come on. I just felt like being brief. And I don't know if you call that preaching or not. But I'm glad for the joy of the Lord. Amen.